the Productize Podcast. I'm Brian Castle. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, still in the thick of it here in, in quarantine times here, here in 2020. But it's been a few weeks now, so you know maybe, maybe we're kind of settling into this, kind of getting used to this new abnormal, if you will, right? I find times like this to be strangely motivating to actually uh, you know, try and get some, some new work done, execute on some new ideas when the world seems to be kind of flipped upside down. <laughs> but I find times like this to have conversations like the ones that I have here on this podcast to hear about how other people are adapting and, and how they're navigating their businesses through a time like this. Today, I'm talking to Lindsay Halsey. She's the co-founder of Pathfinder SEO, as well as the agency WebShine. So this is a really interesting business model. I, I love this model where it's what I think of as a software with a service. Not software as a service, but software. So they have some custom software that helps businesses with their SEO and, and kind of keyword tracking and optimization and things. But then they pair that with actual live person coaching. So what Lindsay calls guided SEO. So it's not done for you. It's not even really done with you. It's kind of like checking in once or twice a month and answering questions and giving you some guidance on how you or their, their customers can actually do their own SEO and use their tools to keep doing it. And it's interesting how, again, they, they pair those things. We also talked about kind of the split or, or the breakdown between selling to direct business owners and also selling or white labeling to agencies who are then offering SEO services to many websites and have this year in 2020, she's adapting to target more freelancers and helping them learn how to grow into offering SEO recurring services. So this was a really good one. A lot of really interesting insights into combining these different business models. So here's my conversation with Lindsay from Pathfinder SEO. All right, here with Lindsay Halsey. Lindsay, how's it going? Good. Thanks so much for having me here today, Brian. Yeah, great to, uh, great to connect with you again. I've really been impressed with your business uh, for the last several years, Pathfinder SEO. Um, you also have a, an SEO agency. We're, we're going to kind of get into all of that. But you know, just your whole business model behind Pathfinder SEO, to me, it seems like this software plus a service or software with a service kind of, kind of model, which really is interesting for, for SEO. I haven't really seen it kind of put together that way before. So I'm excited to dig into that with you. Thanks so much, Brian. Excited to be here. Yeah. So, you know, like, like the, uh, maybe instead of me talking about your business, why don't you explain, you know, a little bit about how things look for you right now? Sure. Pathfinder SEO is a guided SEO software. It's essentially a productized service where we help site owners, freelancers, and agencies um, grow their businesses. And we do that by giving them essentially a tool set, what you can think of in, in pretty traditional SEO software format, things like keyword research and rank tracking and monthly reporting. And then we layer in the two ingredients that we really thought were missing in sort of people's approach to SEO, and that is process. So we have a, an SEO checklist and monthly tasks that kind of function as homework, and then a coach. And so if you're a site owner doing SEO for your own website, or if you're a freelancer, an agency offering SEO services, you can leverage our platform essentially to take a more processed-based approach and really know what next step to take when it comes to SEO. Very cool. And so my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, are you guys focused primarily on local SEO? So like local small businesses optimizing, or do you also do like national or worldwide? 
Our businesses range from local businesses to national and and larger companies, people that serve larger audience spaces. Okay. And so when I think about local SEO, I think about a business like, say, um, a restaurant, and they're trying to rank for something like the name of, you know, the city or the location that they're in, and then restaurant or the type of, of restaurant they're in. And so that's a big part of our business. Architects, attorneys, um, chiropractors, plumbers, all of these types of websites kind of fall into that dynamic of having a geographic targeted space around their business. The other you know, subset of our, our customers are really trying to rank for much broader keywords, um, things that don't have a geographic qualifier. They may be reaching a national or an international audience. And so, you know, kind of where, where Pathfinder was born was, was out of our search engine marketing agency. Been in business for about 12 years, and the company's name is WebShine. And we worked with businesses small to large and continue to over at WebShine. And what we found is that whether you were a local business just getting started with SEO or a large enterprise-level customer, the process that we followed to deliver results was the same. And so if the steps are the same, essentially, and that everybody needs to start you know, in the same place, thinking about their technical SEO foundation, for instance, then we can really you know, create a more processed-based approach that can um, serve a, a larger market. And so when we think about guided SEO and, and sort of our platform, really, we think of it as being comparable to a gym membership. So if you decide you want to run a marathon, you're likely going to want to sign up to work out at a gym. And um, if you're relatively new to this, you might want to have a personal trainer. And that trainer is going to put together a plan for you. And you're going to be able to do those workouts and come to the gym, leverage their tools, leverage their expertise. But you're going to be in the gym um, putting in the effort. And by doing so on the SEO side, you cut your costs dramatically. So instead of hiring an agency for you know hundreds to thousands of dollars a month, you can bring your SEO costs way down um, of, of what you're spending. But then also you already know your business. And so there's just a lot of advantage there into kind of taking this pivot and, and sharing that work. But we also realize you know, SEO can be overwhelming. And so it's always great to have that coach or that personal trainer to check in with once a month, twice a month, whatever you need, you know, to kind of keep you accountable, keep your questions answered, and so on. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this model, especially as you talk about the, the process stuff. We're, we'll get really into that later on in this interview. But, you know, you, you talk about pricing and bringing the cost down. And especially, I mean, in, in this climate like this, you know, I, I feel like people are really thinking not so much about growth, but how, how can I reduce costs or work more efficiently here in 2020, obviously with the economy and the the pandemic and everything. So just looking at Pathfinder SEO pricing, it's interesting because it's like, like you say, I mean, it looks like standard SaaS pricing, you know, like 99 to 250 or or 399 a month for, for this like software. Plus you get this SEO coaching. And so my understanding is like, that's where the lighter touch, although it has the coaching aspect, and then it's mostly driven by software and checklist happens. But then if companies want the total done for you or, you know, larger engagement, that kind of goes into your WebShine agency. Is, is that right? Exactly. And so some, some businesses have really good self-awareness and they say, yes, guided SEO is for me and others. They need a little coaching about what approach to SEO makes sense to them. And, and we really see there as being sort of three primary approaches. On one end of the spectrum, you can go totally DIY. So you can leverage tools like Google Analytics and Google Search Console and Google My Business, maybe take a course to learn about SEO. If you're in the WordPress space, you're probably going to use a plugin like Yoast or Rank Math. 
And so you can go totally DIY and put together sort of your own process and your own set of, of tasks and to-dos to move the needle. And so that end of the spectrum is, is on one side and on the other is hiring an agency. And when you hire an SEO agency, they can't operate in a total vacuum, but they can do a lot of the work for you. So at our SEO agency, we kind of do like an 80-20 model to setting people's expectations. We can do about 80% of the work, but we're going to need them to engage with us you know, on, in their SEO campaign for about 20% of the effort. And when you move over to that, that service-based done-for-you approach, obviously the costs go up just because it's a matter of time. Um, what amount of time are we going to need to invest? Well, the way when you kind of break it down, and that's so true, right? Like, like for most people, that you're either like spending hours and and sometimes years, really, kind of digging into like what is SEO, like reading up on all these like articles on Moz and trying to figure out all these different tools, and and a lot of people, like myself, especially, like you know, I'm just not this like analytical person. I'm much more visual. Visual. I want to like create things, and and so like working through. SEO analytics and stuff is just not something I want to be doing every day. But then if the alternative is hiring an agency, usually those costs are just prohibitive for for any sort of like small startup or anything. And that's why I'm so interested in what you're doing with, with Pathfinder SEO. I mean, can you talk a little bit about this? Like what I'm curious about is what is the difference really between like this software with a service model for Pathfinder SEO versus the full on service. So like, I understand that you do get a coach, but like how, how much coaching or how much work goes into that? Like, does the business owner still need to do their own audits and analyzing of, of data and things like that? Exactly. So, you know, it's a really a hybrid approach. And so our different pricing plans have a different amount of coaching, a number of essentially sessions. Our sessions are 45 minutes long and the standard plan, the $99 a month plan comes with one session a month. And so your coach is really your sounding board, um, your cheerleader, the person to answer questions. They're also available over email, you know, so if you have things that come up along the way that are, are just smaller. And so your coach is there as that supporter, kind of like that personal trainer. But ultimately, the success in gui- a guided SEO approach really lands on your shoulders still. And so this is not a done for you service. If all you do is go to your coaching calls, and then you don't actually follow up on the action items, just like if you didn't actually go back to the gym and do the workout, you're not going to see the results that, that you're looking for. And so we take a really proactive approach in our SaaS model, which is your coach reaches out to you twice a month. And so we're really encouraging and checking in and we can kind of pace with you and see how you're doing. Our, our checklist is 12 steps long. And so you know we really have instrumentation, so to speak, to be able to follow the customer through our product and to make sure they're doing the work and and we're you know kind of known for reaching out and saying okay if you haven't scheduled a coaching session and haven't accomplished any of your tasks we should probably put your account on pause right now because you're not getting any value out of it and that's always been a challenge in the SEO space is you know am i seeing a return on investment here and so you know really if you think of this you know in that gym membership sort of model you get out of it what you put into it and so you do have to be ready to to put in some effort but that effort isn't going to be you spending four hours looking at Google Analytics and then doing nothing. And yeah. that's what sort of yeah, at comes least the coach kind of like tells you what to do, right? Exactly. And same with the product. It, it has video, you know, tutorials, check boxes for things like do this task, then do this task. So it really 
it keeps you actionable. And our goal is for a, a business owner, um, a marketer to be able to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to spend two hours working on my SEO. And in that two hours, I'm going to spend 10 to 15 minutes looking at data, maybe learning a little something. And then I'm going to spend the rest of that time doing. And the doing, the taking action, that's the part that moves the needle. And so we want to avoid that kind of you know, analysis paralysis component of SEO that, that overwhelm and, and get people you know, taking the actual click here, move here, do this steps. You know, that can be pretty daunting when you take that DIY approach. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to hear like how, how you make this work operationally with your team. So, so I guess members of your team are these SEO coaches and they have these sessions ranging anywhere from 45 minutes to 135 minutes per month with customers on Pathfinder SEO. And so I guess it's pretty efficient because it's really like they're kind of just checking on their account. They, I guess they could see their checklist progress. They can make suggestions and when and answer questions and then kind of just give them action items, give them kind of homework to do. Whereas your coaches aren't actually like going and doing that, that work for them. Exactly. And so we try to match a customer subscriber directly with one coach because that coach gets to know their business. And obviously coaches take vacations or have babies and things like that, that, that happen. Um, and so there, there are periods where you might work with a different SEO coach, but really that, that relationship comes from day one of that consistent kind of coaching model. And, you know, from an operations standpoint, uh, we're a pretty small team. We're a team of four. And we have one team member right now, Eric Wardell, and he primarily focuses on our coaching. And we think about this from an operations standpoint, as most SaaS products think about their customer support. So we've just sort of brought customer support into the product offering. And so we, you know, as consumers of SaaS products, we've all set pretty high expectations of what we expect from a support standpoint. So if I'm in an email marketing platform and I run into a problem, you know, my expectation is being able to start a chat, get on a phone call, email somebody to get that support. And so really, I I think SaaS-based companies are offering a lot of great customer support, but they're not always getting the credit for it. And so instead of saying, hey, we have customer support, you know, our model is, hey, we're here as your coach. And you actually have sort of a defined session with us every month so that we can, we can really weigh in. And, and some of that was born out of our own experience in other SaaS products where, you know, I know enough about email marketing to be a little bit dangerous. And so I would get a lot of value out of talking to someone that knows a lot more about it once a month to, to keep me accountable to say, how did this send go? I noticed this. Um, we're rolling out this feature and this is, we're seeing really good results in other people's accounts that are, are taking this approach. And so I would get a ton of value out of, out of a session like that, instead of only reaching out to, um, a software company, you know, when I have an issue or a question. And so that's sort of the model we're taking is a little bit of, of scratching our own itch there of, of what we wish, you know, more companies would do, you know, that have SaaS products. It's it's true with, with with some of these SaaS products, especially I mean, like you're you're talking about with with email marketing. I mean, that's one area that I actually wish that some of these companies would provide more of a coaching customer service. You know, I mean, I I've definitely been left kind of like you you could always get on a live chat or or an email support ticket and ask like technically like how does this feature in your software work. But especially when we're talking about these like advanced automation tools and workflows and like, 
I have pretty complex questions about like, all right, if I set this up, is this going to accidentally blast an automated email to thousands of people that I don't want to? Like, and like back, I just remember like this is a little bit of a rant here, but like in the early days of of using Drip, I was one of the very early customers there, and they had this like very personalized customer support where they they would hop in and look at my account and help me figure things out. And then as they grew and and I've jumped to other tools and they've grown, like their customer support people don't really even know how to use it in these more advanced use cases. And, you know, I'm paying, you know, similar prices to what you're charging for this, you know, software with a service model here. And yeah, I, I think like having a more expert, you know, not like on call, like I don't expect to get on a live chat with someone at any hour of the day, but I'd be happy to like schedule a call in advance. I mean, I'm paying hundreds of dollars a month. I feel like there should be an expert available to kind of coach me through something that I'm working on, you know? Yeah. And, and that was sort of our sentiment. And, you know, we're not a 24-7 business. Um, we're a team of four and we're all based in, in U.S. time zones. And we really have a, a pretty high touch approach with our customers. And so we get to know, hey, you're on this time zone. And, and so they, we get in a workflow just like you do in offering a service to somebody in um, a more service-based approach to doing business, you get into a workflow where you know that somebody likes to you know, have their calls on Fridays, or maybe we need to kind of you know, create a, a time slot for their coaching session to accommodate you know, them, the, the client working over in Australia and us being in the US. So we can come up with these solutions and overcome a lot of, of barriers without just essentially overcomplicating things. And so yeah, we, we think of SEO coaching as being really like support and we hear from our customers, you know, with an email or two, maybe um, during the month with just small questions. And we want those because that means they're taking action and they're getting hung up on something little that we can, you know, solve and keep them moving. And then the coaching sessions are a little bit more strategic, a little bigger picture um, type work. Yeah, very cool. You know, you, you touched a little bit on it. Uh, I'm curious about like customer retention for the Pathfinder SEO products, right? So it is an, an ongoing subscription, very similar to a SaaS, and, and they get the, the monthly coaching included in, in there. You mentioned that like if they're not booking the, the calls or, or not sending questions, maybe you proactively pause their accounts. Can you talk a little bit more about that? And, and I'm also curious, like, did, would a business get to a point where they've spent six or 12 months on going through this SEO checklist and they've kind of finished those things? Is there still an ongoing value from remaining subscribed? Like, is there any other, other things that where, where you're like providing that like continuous value? Those are great questions. And those are things we're really working through currently. And so as a, as a relatively young company, um, you know, looking at our churn rate and understanding our customers and, and the decisions they're making uh, has been a really Im important exercise for us. And when we think about a site owner, someone doing SEO only for their website, one of the things we noticed is that site owners, business owners, they get busy. And when they get busy, they don't have time for their coaching session. And so even though we think there's $99 a month of value in our product without the coaching, and thus that, that subscriber should stay on because they love their monthly report. They like that we're tracking their rankings. They have a little bit of time to come in sort of on their own time and work on their checklist items or, or dive into a monthly task. What we find is, is sometimes those people value the coaching so much that when they have to put it on hold, they cancel their account or they pause their account and then they come back you know, three months later when they're out of their busy season. And so one of the things within our product that we're trying to do is, is create an offering that's essentially guided SEO light. And that means when you do want to downgrade from, say, our standard plan, instead of pausing or canceling, we take away the coaching component 
and that support, but we leave you with um, your rank tracking and your monthly report. And so those touches would help you know, oh, you know, I had a, a pretty off month, two months in a row, and I haven't done my SEO in a little bit. And I love these monthly reports, you know, I probably should scale back up and get back, you know, being hands on. So that's, that's what we see out of our, our standard kind of site owner type plan folks. Freelancers and agencies, you know, they have, they're doing SEO for multiple companies. And so when one company pauses, it doesn't really affect, you know, their service offering. They might still be offering SEO to 10 or 20 other clients. And so we don't see as much movement there. And, you know, these agencies have multiple team members. So sometimes their coaching sessions are with different folks on the team. So there's just a lot going on in, in those accounts and, and they're a little stickier, I guess I would say. Yeah, actually, that's what I also wanted to get into here. You know, we've been talking about sort of like one website owners, the the business owners, but it looks like a big part of your business is working with these agencies. So like, I'm kind of looking at your like pro and pro plus plans, which is up for up to 10 websites, and then up to 50 websites. So these are clearly at agencies managing many websites. Can, can you talk a little bit about like, what's different about what goes into their plans? And, and also like operationally for you, like, or for your coaches, really, like how much extra work is involved in them coaching or answering questions when they're dealing with maybe up to 50 websites for a single customer? Yeah, those are great questions. So when it comes to these plans of people offering SEO as a service, a couple things change. One is coaching sessions have kind of two components. There's the customers, so questions relating to you know the agency or the freelancer's customers. And so helping them through like, hey, this new site's going live over here. And um, what should we be thinking about? And then, oh, yeah, I have this other customer. They asked me this really hard question. I feel a little stumped. What do you think of this you know, response that I have going? So the, the coach needs to be pretty dynamic to be able to answer SEO questions on the fly about you know, differing businesses and, and things like that. So that, that is a, a more advanced skill or a bigger challenge. The other piece that changes is our coaching isn't just about your customers. It's also about how to grow your business, how to actually offer SEO as a service. And so we do a lot of coaching with freelancers who are looking to start a recurring revenue kind of model. Maybe they already offer ongoing kind of website maintenance services. So they build a website for someone and then they help with the hosting and the security and the ongoing updates. And so they've seen the value of recurring revenue and they're trying to say, okay, well, now what? What's another recurring revenue model I can follow? And SEO is, is a big one because what businesses care about is, is driving growth and driving leads and sales. And how better to do that than, than Google, Yahoo, Bing. And so for those freelancers just getting started, they often have a lot of coaching questions and we might dedicate multiple calls, in the, especially in the beginning, just to the, the business operations of how to offer this as a service. Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of like a hidden benefit in there, right? Like it's kind of marketed as like an SEO service, but really once you get into it, you know, you're really talking about growing your business and growing recurring revenue and, and all that. It's really cool. Yeah. And it becomes a bit of a, a collaboration because, you know, we're in similar shoes by having an SEO agency. It's a different service than, than designing and building websites, but our customer bases are obviously have some similarities. And so yeah, we know the challenges that those freelancers and those smaller agencies are facing because we face them too in, in our agency business. And it is a little hidden value. And, and that's one of the things we're working on right now is kind of making that less hidden. So right now, you know, with people having a little bit of time and potentially a little bit less revenue with the economy being down, we're really trying to get a lot of our content out there for free. 
And so we're trying to help folks that want to learn about SEO, that want to learn about offering SEO services and, and do so uh, via what we call a, a field guide to SEO. And so, yeah, that's, that's sort of what our focus is, you know, in the day to day right now is, is providing value and sharing a lot more than we do now in terms of marketing content to help people during this, this period of sort of uncertainty. Yeah, I love it. Just a minute to tell you about Productize. If you're sick of the client services treadmill, well, there's a better way, a productized service. That's why I built Productize. It's a private community and training program for people like you and me. We're operating a client services business and we're scaling it up using the productized service model. Join our private Slack, our private forum, and get matched into your own small mastermind group with other members. Give and get honest, constructive feedback to grow your productized service business this year. Plus, get access to my productized course, which gives you everything that you need to start, grow, and systematically build your productized service business. The best part about becoming a member? No ongoing subscription. Purchase once and you get lifetime access to everything. Go to productizecommunity.com for all the details. And right now you can get 10% off by using this special URL, productizecommunity.com slash podcast. Obviously I'm asking all the guests right now, like how are things going and how are you adapting here? We're, we're you know, this episode will probably come out. We're, we're, we're sitting here in, in the middle of April. It'll probably come out sometime in May, uh, 2020. Obviously this, this climate is kind of crazy right now. So yeah, can you talk a little bit more about, I mean, you, you mentioned that you're, you're moving to more making content freely available and, and more like educating businesses and, and freelancers and agencies. Like what else are you kind of, or yeah, can you just talk a bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. When we started the year, um, we were really focused on helping freelancers and agencies dive into SEO as a service and seeing a lot of kind of growth opportunity for us and for our customers in that offering. It's no question a harder time to enter into, you know, unveiling a new service. We're, we're all not doing as much selling today as we did a month ago and, and even before then. And so for our freelancers and agencies, you know, that are already offering this service, we haven't seen a lot of change. So, you know, those, those customers have been really steady. And, but for, you know, a freelancer thinking about offering this service, it's a little bit of a, a difficult time for them to go to their customer base and say, hey, I have a new offering. You know, do you want to invest several hundred dollars a month or more? in SEO services. And so right now for freelancers and agencies, we're really trying to be there on, on sort of that support side, trying to help them um, learn and be ready to kind of unleash this new service, maybe do SEO on their own websites to really get their hands uh, wet or on a client site sort of, you know, to learn and, and get their processes dialed. So we're definitely shifting a bit in that, that aspect of our audience. Interestingly, within the, the site owner plan, the, the people doing SEO for their own website, we're seeing an increase in leads and we're seeing our existing customers in that model having more time to invest in SEO. And so that's been a shift that you know, we obviously couldn't have predicted in, in January 2020, but is something that maybe in a, in a down economy, site owners are saying, okay, great. Maybe I can't drive, you know, a lot of growth right now, but what if I improved my website's visibility on Google now so that when search volume returns, my visibility, my placements, you know, are much higher. And so that's sort of the trend we're seeing within within the business owner population. 
Yeah, I've been seeing similar things. I mean, obviously the the economy is down right now, but I I do think that there are opportunities right now for for service providers, whether they're freelancers, consultants, productized services, because yeah, many businesses might not be in in a big growth mindset right now, but they are in this mindset of how can I become more efficient or now that we have some extra time on our hands, now we can invest in operations. I mean, I'm definitely seeing that like with with process kit right now, both for the software and, and I'm and I'm doing like a process service around that where it's like, oh, we have some free time. Let's let's kind of like upgrade our, our operations at, at this point, you know, because we can actually work on that rather than being super busy. So I do think that there are some opportunities for freelancers and, and consultants to sort of get into that because, you know, this economy will snap back at some point and and it would be good to kind of get that stuff dialed um, ahead of time. Exactly. And with SEO, we really think of it as sort of long-term capital. And so if, if a site owner or a freelancer, if they're investing in SEO today and they're really getting their strategy and, and doing kind of that, just like if you're going to the gym to train for a marathon, it's harder. The, the first month or two is more work than what it's like in month three or month six, because you're sort of trying to get, get fit for the first time. So there's a lot of foundational work that goes in. And if you can lay that foundation today, then you're going to see the the growth tomorrow and and develop that long-term capital. So it's not like investing in say ad spend right now where it doesn't make as much sense potentially to to be doing that when people aren't hitting the buy now button because when you turn your ads off, you know, you're gone. This is this is the exact opposite. And so even in our agency business, we're seeing businesses that were doing, you know, sort of I'd say like mid-level plans with Google Ads and Facebook Ads and SEO kind of at the mid they rescale their efforts. They're pulling back on ad spend, investing more in content, investing more in SEO. And and they see that as making sense because then, you know, their their organic traffic is going to be stronger uh when when this all rebounds. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I want to try to go back in the story a little bit, but but really I'm I'm kind of interested in like your sales and marketing for I guess both Pathfinder SEO and WebShine. So as I understand it, I mean Pathfinder was kind of born out of your webshine agency. But like early on, like how did you how did you get Pathfinder SEO started and specifically how did you get those very first customers on board? And when was that, by the way? Like how many years in now are you on Pathfinder? We're about three years in on Pathfinder and we kind of came up with this idea really exactly three years ago. And we built essentially a prototype. That's not how we thought of it at the time. We thought we were building our product. So we built our software, we slapped together a marketing website, and we hit the road, which was the best thing we could have ever done. And so we started going to events. We went to a lot of WordCamps, for example, some SEO conferences, and we got booths and we just started getting out in front of people. And nobody understood what we did. And we didn't really understand what we did. And so it was kind of a a huge marketing and sales crisis. And our software, honestly, didn't really work that well. The prototype was pretty buggy. And so you kind of got the idea of where we were trying to go, but it certainly didn't take you there. And along the way in going to these events, um, we ran into some great mentors. Chris Lemma is one of them. And people that understood our product better than we did and how, you know, and, and how to describe it. And so we started really trying to, to listen to these mentors and learn and quickly realized we needed to rebuild the software and totally rebrand. So within that first year, we rebuilt our software from the ground up and uh, and we rebranded and it felt 
not necessarily devastating. It felt overwhelming to be back in the trenches where we thought we had already accomplished things. But at the same point, what we ended up coming out with was something we never would have created um, had we not kind of just gotten actionable. And, and so much like our approach to SEO is very action-oriented, we dove in so headfirst into that, that first build of the product that what we ended up with was, was just sort of a prototype for people to understand what we were doing, but not actually hit the buy now button. It's funny how much like the version one of any business always feels like, oh, this is, this is it. This is, this is the big final version. But yeah, you end up like redoing everything. Yeah, exactly. And then now, you know, now I would say we're not in this redo everything. We're in much more like iterative modes where we say, okay, you know, we only can invest in this piece of the product or this new feature to this point. And then we have a roadmap and it's, it's a much more satisfying thing because we're, we're always moving the needle forward. Maybe it's not as far forward as we want to get it in that time period in that month or that six weeks or whatever we're working on it. But yeah, now we don't feel like we're like, circling back on ourselves so much. And, and that's really satisfying. Yeah, for sure. I, I wanted to touch on something you just said a, a couple minutes ago, though. I think you were talking about like working with mentors and coaches where it's like somebody else looks at your business and, and they can explain your business better than you can. I, I think that's such an interesting insight because that happens all the time. And, and I see it also when I'm talking to customers or doing like customer research, you know, hearing them describe whether it's the pain point or, or or them describe their impression of of what I'm selling or what they're trying to buy. It's you know just getting it out of somebody else's words can can add so much value both for your, for your own strategy, but also how you position and how you message your your business. Right? I mean, it's it's totally hard to get agree. it out of our own heads and get and, and you know you got to get that external impression. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when we think about for all of our businesses, when you sit down to write the copy for your about page on your own website. I mean, it's the most agonizing page of content to write hands down. But if you can listen to how other people describe your business and tell your story, it goes much better. And so, yeah, for us, getting out of our office, which I realize right now is, is pretty hard to do since we're not even in our office, we're actually in our home offices, and, and hitting the road for us was the, the single most valuable thing we did in the early days and, and continues to be. And, and now that looks a little different, right? So. We're, you know, focusing on getting out in the world by participating in online events and doing trainings um, and online and more virtual content. But we still feel like we're getting that that connection with others, and so, and we look forward to the day where where we can shake someone's hand um, in person at at say a WordCamp. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, how about like in terms of just you know growing the customer base over over the those you know the past three years here? Like, what has sort of really worked well to get? leads for for the Pathfinder SEO? Because I, I would imagine that they are much different people than you come in contact with for WebShine agency, right? Yeah, they are different people. And for us, sales and marketing over at WebShine was always quite simple. Um, I do try to remember the early days back in, say, around 2010, where we were just getting off the ground, my business partner, Lori, and I, and we were dressing up and like, hitting the town, essentially, scheduling sales meetings and getting on airplanes and getting in front of businesses. And we really had to sell our service pretty aggressively, um, I would say, for the first year or two. And then we haven't had to do that since then. So we started getting, I, I don't know if lazy is the right word, but we get to kind of rely on just reputation and referral-based businesses. And, and now, you know, we're not having to sell our service. Our, our services at WebShine sell themselves now. 
And we have not hit that stride at Pathfinder. Um, we're still new. We're having to go and, and pound the pavement um, quite a bit more to get our product off the ground. And that's okay because we can kind of remember back to those early days. But what is, what is working on the Pathfinder side, in terms of reaching freelancers and agencies, we've found a lot of value out of marketing strategies like Twitter ads, things that are targeted around who people are, not what they're searching for. So freelancers don't sit down and say, I mean, some do, but it's, there's not a lot of volume out there for like, how do I you know, offer SEO services? But if I can get in front of a freelancer via a paid ad in something like Twitter, then I, I can introduce to them and, and start to kind of nudge that conversation along. So for that audience, uh, those paid advertising routes um, and then just being active on social has been really valuable. For our site owners, we find, not surprisingly, SEO to be a great way to get in front of people. So by having a blog post about something like how to build a sitemap in WordPress um, using Yoast or something like that. So if we can find people doing how-to queries, they're oftentimes the same people that are doing uh, taking a DIY approach to SEO. And so we do a lot of keyword research. Um, we write a lot of content in those veins. And that's where we sort of pick up those leads that are, are site owners that maybe want to make that shift from DIY to guided. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, do you find that, and, and I'm kind of clicking through your blog here on Pathfinder SEO, it's, it's obviously very well done. And you can see how, it, how it, it, it's exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of targeted at these like how-to, you know, how, like DIY type how-to articles. Do you find that that is very competitive? I mean, I'd have to think that these are pretty competitive keywords when it comes to SEO, right? Yeah, they are competitive keywords. And, and we you know, have a unique skill set here to understand that, hey, we're not going to rank number one for something like WordPress SEO. That's a competitive space. We're probably not going to rank that well for something like how to do keyword research. That's a big topic. Everybody writes about keyword research. And so when we talk about our content, the first thing we try to do is have contrast. Let's not write about keyword research the same way everybody else does. Let's write about it differently. And for us, that means trying to make it accessible, trying to make it step by step, and, and you know, trying to break things down in real world terms that, that don't use so much industry jargon. And so when we actually write a piece of content, we're always keeping that, that fresh in our head is that you know, hundreds of other people have written about this topic. We have to create some contrast there with our own content. So that's sort of step one. And then step two is some of our content that we write is oriented towards driving leads, driving first-time traffic. And that's where we get specific, the how to do something in something. So, you know, how to decide uh, or, you know, how to update your robots.txt file, you know, in Squarespace or something very specific. And we can get those types of articles to rank pretty easily. And then other pieces of content we write just because we want to share a resource. So we don't expect to get organic traffic from it. We just want the content there so that as somebody needs something, we meet that need and they start to get accustomed to that concept within our brand. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Very cool. I'm trying to think here because <laughs> like th there are so many like little things that, that make a business like this work. I guess I'm, the last thing that I'm sort of wondering about is... So they find you organically, or maybe they heard about you from somewhere, somewhere like, how does the sign up process and then new customer onboarding process look? So kind of, you know, looping back into the operations just a little bit here. You know, we know that they get like the, the checklist and, and get matched with, with the coach. Are there any things that, that, that you've really optimized or learned about, you know, success with getting brand new customers acclimated and, and successful? 
Yeah. So, you know, the, the process really works from somebody coming to our website and doing one of two things. If they're going to become a sign up, either they sign up all on their own. They maybe watch a demo video and they decide guided SEO is right for them. We've never spoken with them and they click on sign up for their plan and, you know, do everything you, you expect to out of a SaaS product, put your credit card info in, your name, contact info. And once they're in the system, you know, they get their first outreach uh, within an hour from their coach. And we're not trying to schedule a formal coaching session. We just want to schedule a discovery call. Um, we want to get to know that person, you know, figure out why they picked guided SEO, what their goals are, um, what maybe their experience level. Some people have never logged into their website. Some people have built their own website. So we, we try to gauge all those things, you know, in that discovery call so that the coach knows essentially what the starting line is for this customer. And then they kind of can go through the platform. You know, our goal is that guided SEO doesn't actually require a coach. So the coach is like this added bonus, but that you should be able to go through all of our exercises totally independently without hitting roadblocks. And, and so that's sort of our goal of our, our content, our checklist, our monthly tasks, is that we break things down in such a way that we essentially work ourselves out of a coaching job. But that doesn't happen, obviously, perfectly. And, and there are nuances and all sorts of interesting things to discuss. And so people usually just sign up for a coaching session somewhere along the way in, in that SEO checklist, and they're onboarded. Of course, not everybody's ready to just hit buy now. And so um, we also really love doing kind of demo or sales calls uh, where, where we get to know somebody before they sign up. And, and really, we're kind of vetting each other to see if guided SEO is the right approach, and if not, trying to, to steer them to something that is. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, I, I get a lot of questions about like, oh, with a productized service, do people really ever come to the website and just hit buy without talking to somebody or without getting a sales consultation? And, and in my experience, the answer is almost 99% no. I mean, they, with, with, with like audience ops, they always do a sales call. I mean, the price point is higher and, and that would be expected. It's interesting with Pathfinder SEO, it's, it's a little bit more like B2B SaaS pricing. So, so yeah, I would imagine there would be some portion who's ready to just kind of come through the website and they've built trust that way and, and they're ready to sign up at that level. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're, you are doing some sales calls too. Do you have like a process for that, like with like following up and things like that? We, we try to, um, and we could do better and, and probably learn a lot from your business. And yeah, we, we try to have a good process for following up. I have to say, we're not naturally salespeople. And so we're not the most aggressive. We don't send out a lot of email campaigns. And, and we do use, you know, software, we, um, we use active campaign. And it helps us to, you know, schedule, you know, a demo with somebody and then have a note in our calendar to say follow up after two weeks, to try to not kind of let leads just fall through the cracks. But we are not by any means great nor aggressive salespeople. And so yeah, it's something we can work on for sure. Yeah. And I mean, I was just recently um, in the last couple of months training a new salesperson to take over from me doing the sales and audience ops. And and it's interesting because I'm, I'm also like not very aggressive once I get on the call with someone. It's it's always just very much like kind of business owner to business owner talking shop about because I'm talking to other SaaS business owners and you know people I would probably be chatting, chatting it up with anyway. And it's and to me, it's always just been like, yeah, we're here. This is what we do. And and if you have any questions about it, let me know. If, when, whenever you're ready, we're here. You know, it, if you're <laughs> yep, not ready, we'll or the same. yeah. And and you, but usually it's like they've come because they've they've already experienced how painful it is to try to do it themselves. 
you know, or, or whatever the alternative is like, and it's like, okay, yeah, I've, I can relate to that. I've, I've heard that before, you know? And I think that, that almost like throws people off a little bit at, at like how not aggressive I am with it. But that it, it, it's just interesting because like trying to explain that to a new salesperson has been difficult. Yeah. And that's always been our approach is, is understanding a prospect's pain as it relates to SEO. Is it cost? Did they get burned? Have they been investing time and not getting anything out of it? I mean, everybody has, almost everybody has a backstory when it comes to SEO and, and their experience with it to date. And so understanding that pain and listening and kind of reiterating it, I guess, is, is a big part of our sales strategy. But it's also a big part of our, our service delivery strategy, too, is that your coach needs to understand where you got hung up in the past to help you overcome that in, in the future. And so, yeah, we, we love sales calls, um, but ours probably sound a lot like yours. And our process around um, selling is very much kind of honest, just being honest and listening and making sure people understand the product and how it works. You know, we don't want people to sign up and think they're getting a service and then realizing they have to put work into it and not understanding that, you know, before that's not going to lead to a good customer relationship. So it's about figuring out fit really more than anything. Yeah, for sure. All about kind of setting those expectations. Well, Lindsay, this has been really great. I, I think, again, I, I, I'm, I've always been really impressed with this business model, you know, software with a service. I, I love how you've put together the coaching aspect combined with your custom software and everything. And and it just makes a lot of sense. That, and it really simplifies this whole world of SEO that even people who are pretty technical, I mean, I, I feel like I'm kind of technical and I still get kind of frustrated when it comes to organic SEO. So yeah, it, it's interesting. Thanks, Brian. Cool. So obviously, PathfinderSEO.com is is the service that we've been talking about. Uh, webshine.com. We'll get these things linked up in the show notes. Is there anywhere else people can connect with you? Uh, yeah, I'm also on Twitter and uh, available over email anytime. So um, you can grab my email um, off the website and uh, it's lindsay at pathfinderseo.com and always happy to chat or just answer questions and, uh, and help people along in, in their SEO journey. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks so much, Brian. All right. Did that give you something to think about? If it did, let me know on Twitter. I'm at CastJam. If you want to find show notes on this or any of the other episodes or my weekly newsletter with new content, head over to productizeandscale.com. Now, if you haven't already, a five-star review in iTunes, that would go a long way to helping other folks find the show. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.